What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about why people yawn. If you're like most people, you've probably pendiculated without meaning to. But don't worry, pendiculation is just the medical term for the act of stretching and yawning. Most people associate yawning with being tired. But have you ever yawned just because you saw someone else yawn? In fact, if you haven't already... I bet you'll yawn at least once before you're done listening to this episode, and hopefully not because it's boring. Scientists have proven that seeing someone yawn, reading about yawning, and even just thinking about yawning can make us yawn. What they haven't been able to figure out yet is just why that is. What we do know is that children start to develop the ability or curse of sympathetic yawning at around the age of five or six. Humans aren't alone in this behavior either. Researchers studying the behavior of chimpanzees conducted an experiment where the chimps watched a video of other chimps yawning, as well as similar videos of chimps not yawning. The chimps watching the yawning video also started to yawn. However, the baby chimps that were watching did not. Even man's best friend, the faithful canine, has been shown to be susceptible to contagious yawns, not just from other dogs, but also from humans. These facts have led some scientists to conclude that contagious yawning requires some sort of social empathy, which young children haven't yet developed. In fact, some research has shown that the closer two individuals are emotionally, the more likely they are to be affected by contagious yawning. All of these studies, whether involving humans catching yawns from humans, chimps catching them from chimps, or dogs catching them from humans, have shown that contagious yawning doesn't affect very young children, or pups, as the case may be. Another interesting finding is that older children with autism aren't affected by contagious yawning as much as children of a similar age group who aren't autistic. Another study found that children with milder variants of autism are more likely to yawn than those that have been diagnosed with full autistic disorder. However, both groups experience contagious yawning less often than the control group. Finally, research has shown that yawning uses the part of the brain called the superior temporal sulcus, which is associated with interpreting the emotions of others. You might have heard that the reason people yawn in the first place is because their brain is signaling the body that it doesn't have enough oxygen. This is an extremely popular idea, but it has been shown to be untrue for some time. Way back in the ancient days of the 1980s, researchers at the University of Maryland found that when college students were given different mixtures of carbon dioxide and oxygen to breathe, there was no significant change in the frequency of their yawning, even while breathing 100% oxygen. The most recent view on regular yawning is that yawning may actually be a method of temperature regulation, particularly for regulating brain temperature. This idea is so exciting that it's even been given its own special name, the thermoregulatory hypothesis. One particularly interesting study found that when people held cold packs to their foreheads, they were less likely to be affected by contagious yawning than those who didn't have cold foreheads. Finally, scientists have shown that processes which occur while you sleep 
also serve to regulate brain temperature, which could explain why staying up too late also makes you yawn. So, hopefully you've managed to make it through this episode without too much yawning. While you may have been told that yawning is your brain's way of signaling a need for more oxygen, current research indicates it is in fact probably a form of brain temperature regulation. If you liked today's episode, you can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash qdteinstein. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution.